0: Hello there and welcome back to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. Or for all my new listeners out there, the FFB Podcast for short. Hi, my name is PJ and every episode we will delve into the unknown to look at the history, the facts, the theories and conspiracies then ultimately decide Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. You know me ladies, gents and people. I love the horror genre, the films, the TV shows, the books and comics. But did you know, until I started doing my podcast, the words Creepypasta had never intrigued me at all. Well, that's until they started showing up more and more in the various things that I was researching. As you're aware, I've done a few already, such as Slenderman, Annie 96's Typing, and Cropsy, but to name a few. And it's not until this week that I thought I'd like to try something new. There will be no FFB treatment this week, as I've picked out a few short creepypasta stories that I wish to read to you. And at the end, I will give my thoughts on what I think the most scariest one was. I must put a warning out though. This podcast is going to be scary. Probably not so much as in a gory sense, although there is some. It's also in a mental way as well. So if it's not your thing, or you are of a younger age, please turn off. As you ladies, and and people know, I have plenty more podcasts in my back catalogue to keep you happy. So, in no particular order. First up is the escaped man. The rain was falling heavily was like driving through a thick curtain of water. He eased off the accelerator for a little. He had to be careful driving on wild nights like these. He stared out into the glow of the headlights. The rain sounded like white noise interference as it battered off the car. He was reminded of the opening scenes of a Hitchcock film. Through the wash of the rain he spotted a figure at the side of the road. The person wore a green parka and had their thumb jerked out. Why on earth would anybody be hitchhiking tonight? Surely we'd just stay put until the morning. They must have been in a rush to get where they were going. He signalled and pulled over to the hitchhiker. He opened up the door and he climbed in. He shut the door quickly, glad to be out of the rain. He pulled his hood back inside. He was somewhere in his mid-twenties. He had wild hair and a thick beard. Awful night, huh? said the driver. The hitchhiker held his gaze for a long moment, drops of rain water trickled down his face. Yes, yes it is. The driver pulled out and continued through the storm. The hitcher glanced over his shoulder into the blackness behind them. You okay, said the driver. The hitcher simply nodded. They drove on in silence for a short while. The BBC radio blaring out from the car speakers filled the conversation. They listened to the radio and their own thoughts as they moved on. Where are you heading? asked the driver. North said the hitcher and pointed. Are you traveling to visit friends? The hitcher merely grunted. The driver could not tell if that was a yes or a no. He adjusted his tie nervously. The hitcher stared at him in his suit and tie. The hitcher seemed scruffy in comparison, in his Parker and pink Floyd t-shirt. Do you work around here? asked the hitcher. Yes, said the driver. I was stuck late at the office. You know how it is. No, not really. Again, they drifted into silence. The talk radio show carried on as they drove through the wind and the rain. The hitcher shifted in his seat and stared out of the windscreen. No music? the hitcher asked. What? said the driver. Is there no music we can listen to?" The driver replied, "I like to talk radio shows. I'm not really a music fan." The hitcher's eyes glazed over for a moment. then he spoke. "I like listening to music. It calms me down." The driver said nothing. Several miles later, there was a news bulletin on the radio. The reporter tried to remain professional as she read out the announcement. We are getting reports that a patient has escaped from a Manchester psychiatric hospital. The man is said to be psychotic and is said to have a history of murder. The hitcher jabbed a finger on the radio panel. Tinny pop music blurted out from the speakers. The driver stared at his passenger, his question unasked. I hate the news, answered the hitcher. It's so depressing, it brings me down. There's never any good news, is there? The driver did not reply. Don't worry, I'm not the killer, said the hitcher, fidgeting with his coat. No, said the driver. I mean, of course you're not. They drove on listening to the crappy pop music and overexcited radio DJs. The rain pounded on the car. What do you do for a living? asked the driver. The hitcher was quiet for a moment. Then he grinned. I'm a writer. Really? How interesting. Have you had anything published? No, not as yet. I'm an undiscovered artist. I'm sure you will make it. What are you working on at the moment? The hitcher replied, I'm writing a novel. What's it about? said the driver. It's about a serial killer, answered the hitcher. The driver did not speak. He flicked the talk radio station back on. A man was rambling on with himself about the changing days his wheelie bin was emptied. Where can I drop you? asked the driver. The hitcher said nothing. When the driver glanced round, His passenger had his eyes closed. He was either asleep or feigning slumber. They drove on through the storm, down the snaking lanes. An hour later, the storm still growled and raged. The hitcher looked out his window. The driver steered the car in silence. Another news bulletin came in over the radio. We're getting more information on the escaped patient. The killer's name is Simon Hughes. He escaped from the Green Passers Institute early this evening. Simon Hughes made his escape by changing from his hospital issue uniform into a suit and tie and pretending to be one of the doctors. He stole a car and drove off. The hitcher turned to the driver. What did you say your name was? The driver replied. My name is Simon." The hitcher stared in shock. Simon just grinned. The headlights of a passing car glinted off the knife blade in Simon's hand. Now, onto the next story, which I can promise you, ladies, gentlemen, people, is as equally as terrifying. It's called, Licking. My great-grandmother lived alone up in the mountains at her cabin. Her husband and my grandfather was dead, so she was there all alone. She only had one companion and that was her loving dog. They both adored each other and the dog was a great comfort to her. Every night when she went to bed, the dog would lick her hand to let her know that he was there to protect her. One night, she had gone to bed And the dog had licked her hand like he'd done routinely every night since her husband had died. But this night was different. She had woken up in the middle of the night because she'd heard her dog whimpering. She wanted to come for him and let her know that she was there for him. So she stuck her hand up over the bed and she felt the dog gently lick her hand like always. She figured he was just cold and then went back to sleep. The dog's whimpering had woken her up for a second time in the night. Yet again, she stuck her hand out. The dog licked it, and she went back to sleep. This then happened for a third time, and she stuck her hand out, and the dog stopped whimpering, came and licked her hand. She stayed awake for a few moments afterward, and then she went back to sleep. In the morning, she woke up, and stuck her hand out by the bed. However, nothing licked her hand. She thought that the dog had already awakened and was just in the front room. She rolled over and got out of bed, but she could hear a drip, drip, drip. She thought the sound was coming from the kitchen. So she went there, she turned all the handles off on the sink but that wasn't the source of the noise. After checking the sink and its pipes for this dripping sound, she gave up and continued into her bathroom to take a shower. As she got closer to the bathroom door, it was evident that the sound was coming from within. She opened the door. She looked above the bathtub and gasped in utter horror. There, hanging from the light by his collar, was her loving companion. His blood was dripping into the bathtub. She screamed, began to cry. Wiping her eyes and sobbing, she turned and looked into the mirror. In the mirror, she saw the dog's reflection and written on the mirror in her dog's blood with drips and streaks hanging down from each letter were the words, Humans can lick too. You can see now, ladies, gents, and people, while my sleep pattern for Monday night didn't go according to plan, they were both truly terrifying in their own right. The twist in the first one was so left field, it completely stunned me. And as for picking up a hitchhiker, it's a nope from me. As for the second, I don't think I'm ever going to sleep again with my arm hanging down. I do have a question though. If you see that message on the mirror, would you go back into your bedroom and look under your bed? Wow, that's a question and a half, right? Ladies, gents and people, I love doing this episode. Like I said, it was something different. And I think I'm definitely going to be doing it again at some point. I just hope that I haven't scared you too much. Truly terrifying that, I can promise you, ladies, gents and people. However, I do want to say thank you for carrying on supporting me. Thank you for carrying on listening to me. Thank you for spreading the word. the views have gone up phenomenally over the last past couple of weeks, which is great. I just want to say carry on sharing it if you can. Carry on following the podcast, that really helps. If you can give me a couple of stars review, that that would be epic as also. Ladies, gents and people, look after yourselves and each other. Until next time.